Back to vape church. <laughs> I'd love to get to the. Sound your cell phones, please. School's out. <laughs> I'd love to get to like the kind of funny level where every time they they're like, all right, well, we got like uh, the producer slash sedu- seducer or whatever, like the pride of Long Island. Like everyone has like their weird little nickname mantra thing. We'll get there. Okay. Someday. Eventually. It's like I'd like to go with Big Dick Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ironic? Only <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's huge instead of big. Oh. It's a huge disappointment. When they find out how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> you win this time. <laughs> I always do. Alright. Alright, now that we're all coughed it all up, like, Jesus Christ, off. everyone's coughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like you gotta clear your throat. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah. the sound. You gotta clear your throat, you know? Yeah. You don't wanna talk. That's what she said. Alright. Alright. Funny guy. Where to begin? Uh-huh. I guess Smash. I was gonna. Smash it up. Before we get to the topic. That was like what two and two and fifty games. We, me and Bryce versus Drew and Jordan. I like not to remember the gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. I like it's uh it's bad. It's honestly the Ike that gets me more than the Mega Man because I've well, well hold on. <laughs> no no I've learned how to deal with your Mega Man. It's the uh, it's the Ike that I have a problem with because he does the, the the charge attack thing and like I'm always like I'm good enough I'm far away and then it just fucking kills me. <laughs> he's uh, he's unpredictable. But, uh, well, anyway, I was going to say, like, uh, I was thinking about it a lot today. I was like, why is Melee so popular? And, like, that was our first GameCube game. Like, well, that was, like, what, 2002? 2003? 2002. It was, like, one when it came out. Yeah. Actually, it was, uh, yeah, 2000, 2001. Was that long ago? Because it was before 9 11. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Because I remember going to Calvary, or not Calvary, uh, we went to a Valley Christian, and there's uh, Christopher Hendricks was there. And he had like the guide and all that, and like he used to have the Nintendo Power. Did you guys ever buy those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Like, there's I subscribe to Pokemon Yeah, But now there's the internet, so you don't need that yeah. anymore. Yeah, magazines just like don't exist anymore. Yeah, we use them for fire now. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. My mom was like going through like all the holiday ones. She's like, all right, you can take this one, and this one, and she kept this weird one that was just full of holiday decorations. Like, mom, you're not going to do any of that. So, yeah, well, you know, maybe she wants to believe that maybe. ones that didn't turn out to be any good. Uh, it happens, like, when you pick up shit randomly, you're like, oh, it's number one, I'll give it a shot. You end up taking a lot of chances, and it usually doesn't pay off. Now, I was gonna ask, uh, on comic books, do you buy any digital, or is it all physical? No, because it's stupid, because it costs the exact same amount of money. Oh, then get the physical one. For me, a lot of the, a lot of it's just the experience of going to the comic store every week and being like, hey, what's up, and talking to people, like, can you believe it? they killed Spider-Man again? <laughs> Are they legitimately surprised every time? No. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing I've noticed. Nobody that works at the comic shop reads any of the, like, the big, like, Batman or, or Spider-Man. They only read, like, the cool indie stuff. You know, I've been meaning to uh, read Sex Criminals. Because, That's a really great one. Like, just the idea alone is really good, but uh, it's getting really, really, really good. Well, I think they announced, too, that there's going to be a TV show coming soon, which is good. because I have like an HBO show. I have a complete set of all the... Issues today, so I'm gonna sell them all off when the, when the TV show comes out and make, hopefully make some money. It's basically, and Robert's actually read it, I haven't read it yet, but I downloaded it, and uh, illegally, of course. And uh, basically, this one girl found, finds out that when she has an orgasm, like time stops, and then. That's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, wow. already a great plot line just for a comic. And then she comes across another guy that has the same thing, and they end up robbing a, a bank. By having sex Do they by fuck while they 
They go to separate rooms. Explaining, that's all I know. Basically, yeah, they have they have sex and then they stop time together and then they rob banks to save the library essentially. But then when she finds out, it's like they're not the only one that have that power. There's like this. There's like these like jumper. Kind kind of. It's like there's these like self-imposed like sex cops essentially that go around and like make sure nobody abuses the power. To are they actually cops or are they sick? No, they're just random people who are like we're gonna control everybody. It it keeps getting weirder and there's like no end in sight. So yeah, I recommend it though. And then I've heard like good things about Saga, but I don't know if it's for me. I've read a little bit of it, but the Brian K. Vaughn like he also wrote another. That's the guy that wrote that. He wrote another new series that just started called Paper Girls about these girls that deliver newspapers and then like. Something only only two issues are out so far, but from what I can figure, something happens to where like their their entire town is like traveling through time because like a bunch of the characters showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, like, really I was cool. listening to the kind of funny with Greg Miller and all that, and he was basically he's like, right now you don't want to read any kind of like DC or Marvel. It's all it's, about like the indie shit. It's like, all a uh, huge mess right image now. Image and, and yeah, anytime Image puts out a number one, it's I mean ever since Walking Dead they've been killing it. So because I don't even like the show, but I I, I agree that the Walking Dead cart or the cartoon. Good. I'm honestly surprised there isn't a Walking Dead car- uh, cartoon yet. I'm sure it's on the way. Well, I guess the, the, the Telltale yeah, the studio. <coughs> games are supposed to have be you played those games? Because they yeah, made the Game of Thrones too, right? Those yeah, good? there's Game of Thrones, The Wolf Among Us, uh, Borderlands. And, uh, but the Wolf Among Us is the. Sorry, is it have anything to do with Walking Dead, or is it just a complete? No, no, it's based off. Based off a comic, isn't it? Yeah, it's based off yeah. fables, I think. Oh, okay. oh, really? Yeah. It's really weird how like that. It's like a weird like. Uh, you play it, but also like make decisions, but it plays out like a comic or a, uh, co- or a cartoon. It's kind of like a cel shaded version of Until Dawn, really. But the weird thing is, like, they're they take forever to play through, but there's no money goes into them because it's all voice acting that's really good, and then they're cel shaded, so the, the animation's kind of bad, but like in, in a weird way, like Borderlands almost, mm-hmm. and it kind of draws you in more. Like I've only played the Game of Thrones one a little bit, and uh, it was like Steam had like a you know how they do like the free forty eight hour trials mm-hmm. or whatever. Which take advantage of free weekends? Yeah. yeah, free weekends. I do that well, all the like, time. Oh, like Absolutely. when HBO gives you a free weekend of HBO? Essentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I want to get back to. I'll, I'm gonna uh, put a pin in that because I want to talk about Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh yeah, but uh, it's a good one. Uh, I was gonna ask you guys like, what's your first like GameCube game? Because ours was Smash and Luigi's Mansion, and like both of those are fantastic. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was your first game, really? On the GameCube. On the GameCube. Was that later on? The, later on. I, I think we got in the GameCube <coughs> late, though. Okay. We were okay. Household. So I'll, I mean, I'll let everybody go around, but just to put it in perspective, uh, we basically started off with the Super Nintendo when N64 was like right in its prime. Mm-hmm. And I always bring this up, and I brought it up on like one of the earlier episodes where like people were, are bitching because games cost sixty dollars or almost seven. People are just me. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, do you remember the cartridge games like for the N64 were yeah, like almost eighty dollars? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, that at all. But at, I was like ten, so I didn't can purchase them. You go online and look at like old Toys R Us ads for like Christmas and like Christmas '92 and shit, and you'll see like literally like. Eighty dollars for like a Super Nintendo game, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember because uh, it went back in the day. It wasn't like you bought like the game case and it was green or whatever, like Xboxes. Uh-huh. You would go and it'd be a little mini cardboard box, and inside the box was a cartridge. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. They didn't introduce like a, an actual hard shell case to keep it in. But I, then again, they were cartridges; they weren't discs. Yeah, you didn't yeah. need one really. Is all the protection you needed was 
But I remember walking by and being like, oh, like, Dad, is this the new system? He's like, no, no, you guys have, like, our parents basically were like, no, the Super Nintendo is the top of the line. It's super. I always tell people, like, you never played Ocarina of Time? Like, well, I kind of did at my friend's house. Like, there's a dude that lived behind us named PJ, and his dad was, like, super into Rogue Squadron, which is a great game. And that's one of those games you can pick it up and leave, and you don't really need to know the story and all that. Uh, The story, I don't think there is a story. I think you just replay missions from the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then he had Tony Hawk's <coughs> on the, like, the, the blue cartridge one. Yep. Rad. And then Superman 64, which I've never actually played, but I've heard awful, awful it's things. It's pretty bad. <laughs> what I remember. <laughs> you, like, fly through, like, hoops or something through well, the here's air. Thing, a lot that's, of people, like, that's, that's my only memory of that. Yeah. And I was just like, why? I was why? reading articles, like, games you think you beat, but you didn't. And that was one of them, like, that everyone thought, like, that was the whole game. It was like, that's the first level, and no one beat it. And not only is that the first level, that's the first quarter of the first level. You have to, like, I watched someone play it, and it was like, oh, that sounds, like, it, just, it was just painful to watch, because it was so, like, and, like, the N64 does not have the best controller. No. Maybe the most unique looking, but, yeah. ugh. Like, have you tried playing Goldeneye recently on an N64 controller? I've done it on an emulator, but not on, with the It's, it's so controller. awkward, I mean, back in the day, because you're used to it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so awkward. Like, it's not like uh, people do speedruns on that game. Yeah. It's insane, oh. Watching a speedrun makes me want to be like, oh, I can do this. And then you pick up the game, like, oh, no. I can't do this. Like, I watched someone speedrun Shovel Knight, and I was like, this game is oh, easy. Cool. And, like, it's not. Not an easy game. No. My favorite Super Mario 64 game. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Insane. Like, the pistol jump was like, yeah. 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 fucking just, like, across the map. Or, like, through the map. I don't know if, it, like, they think it counts, but, like, the Ocarina of Time speedruns, people will just, like, uh, do these weird hops and, like, walk backwards, carry, like, a big goat, and then, like, oh, yeah. glitch oh, through a wall and automatically go to Ganondorf. Oh, that's not even fun at some point. Yeah, well, there's different types of runs for speedrunners. When you do one where you're basically breaking the game, which is called an any percentage, which is basically you beat the game as fast as ah. physically possible. If you're doing a 100% run, that's when you actually beat the entirety of the game. What was, like, yeah. the, the world record for, like, any percentage? Was it, like, 30 minutes? I know, it's fucking short. Yeah, it was, like, 10 minutes, if that. <laughs> I think so, yeah, because yeah. literally there's just... Do you just skip you content? Just is that skip like, you go to the first dungeon, and then you glitch through a door, and then you're at the last boss. Yeah. <laughs> so you fight you Ganondorf as Young Link? Wait, what's up? You no, fight Ganondorf yeah, as you Young Link? Do you have, like, a stick and all that? <laughs> right. Yep. That's great. There's like three or four items you need to get a hold of. Then you go to the first dungeon, glitch the boss, glitch through a door, and then you're at the, like the big mansion where you have to like go through uh-huh. the fortress. It'd be super hard because <laughs> you can't like reflect his attack. No, not at all. You like glitch a Deku stick and it like glitches it into becoming like an infinite striking master sword. So you just walk into Ganon with the bull and it just it, like it hits him infinitely oh, and then Christ. you kill him in like ten seconds. Great programming. That's right. <laughs> That's weird though, because now they're designing games to be, speed, uh, I guess, speedruns is the term. But like, like Shovel Knight, they when they were making it, they already knew speedrunning was a thing. And I remember they do a yearly thing, and Nate knows what was it called for like charity. Yeah, it's game called Game Done Quick or G. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, like they were like, oh yeah, when we designed this game, we purposely made it so you can do like four different kinds of speedruns. And like the people that were speedrunning it were doing it in front of the <coughs> game developers, and like, the game developers were like, wow, like I didn't know you could do this, like. <laughs> But it's crazy that like, they made the game like, this is, this is how good it's going to be. And then people were like, no, I'm going to break it 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. I always wonder how people find glitches. Uh, you think they just go I don't know. I wonder that, too. They're like, like, yeah, if you just jump. Do you think they just go into like, the actual code itself? No, I don't. I don't think that doesn't look right. I don't think so at all. Try to glitch. I'm sure there's that person. Like, just fuck around with the game. But I think you just have to run into walls and corners. I feel like that's something. You also got to remember, like, this is early on in the internet. And this is early. This is magazine time. So there's no one on YouTube. There's no YouTube at this point. So no one's showing you that you can do it. So. And also, there's no replay. Or the, those games back in the day, like Metal Gear Solid, uh, I always say like the, the, the big three is Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy VII, and uh, Ocarina of Time. Those came out with, between 96 and 97. Mm-hmm. It was like the three pivotal games in most kids' lives. Like, you don't 
go, all right, well, I'm going to play online now that I've beaten the story. You just go, I'm going to play this again. Like, I can't tell you how many times me and Rob Yeah, that's played. why they're, like, replayable. Yeah, like, Metal Gear Solid 2 is not the best game, but that's the one I played the most. And I actually, I'm not a speedrunner by any means, but I had a record set. On, there's no online, obviously, so I had a record set by the developers of, like, Frank. Like, you know, they always have, like, the person's name at the end, like, whoever. I beat, like, the number two spot, and, like, because I beat the game, like, an hour or, like, 40 minutes or something like that. And uh, it's just, like, back then, like, you didn't have the internet, so you just be like, I'm going to play this again. Like, Smash Brothers, it was like, those games, I don't think they designed them to be so replayable, maybe, but, like... They well, replayability, yeah, that's what they designed them for, just not in terms of... Like, yeah, Smash is a bad example, but, like, that game is, like, the ultimate, like, you can play forever. Like, I can't... Between Jimmy's Wii U and ours, like, I can't tell you how many... Like, we probably had, like, over 5,000 matches between the two. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. And, like, sure we broke I can't even... Match mark on Mario. Oh, yeah. Like, so much so that, like, I wonder if anyone's like, well, I gotta save my gold so I can get more trophies. It's, like, it's not even a factor at this point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, like, we, I remember we had the Super Nintendo, and then, like, the N64 came out. We missed that whole generation. Oh, that's a great it's generation to miss out on. We, no, we went, and then we got a PlayStation 1, and our parents were, like, I mean, we were never, like, destitute, but we were pretty, like, we don't have time and money for these video games you guys are trying to play. The 64 and the PS1 were the same generation, right? They Well, the PS1 was a year later. Okay, so yeah. but still. Because this is back before you have console rivalries. I mean, they True. were there, but that was back. you got to remember, it was Nintendo and Sega Genesis before Sega decided that ultimately they're like, well, we can't really do systems to compete anymore, so we're just going to be a publisher. Mm -hmm. Which I think, honestly, if the new Nintendo fails, that's where they're going to go. It's like, you know what? We can't keep doing this and not selling consoles, but we do have these IPs that are... Like, they'll make money no matter what. Like, no matter what, people will buy the new Super Mario game that comes out, whether it's Mario Maker or Super Mario 65. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not anything to do with the sequel. But uh, I think that might be where they're headed if this new system fails. Let me but ask like, this, though, about video games. I always feel like every Christmas when a new console came out, it was always such a hard sell to our parents. Oh, like, yeah. We bought you the last console. You said that was going to be the last one. <laughs> and we totally, that's how we got them to buy We're Like, no, no, th they said the GameCube, the highest quality video yeah, games. Yeah, never, ever going to make a system... <laughs> After GameCube, like I don't know, did you guys did you guys have a problem like with your parents like let's get a new one? They were because like, ours well, just we, said no. Every the time. console gap was always at least like three to four years. Yeah, so at that time you like I don't know, dude. Our parents <laughs> just couldn't get their could not wrap their heads around like why would you need another console like, already? My household like getting a console was like the pinnacle of like gift giving. So, yeah, like, really. Once you did get it, we're just like I enjoyed getting jack shit for the next three years. So, yeah, sure. oh yeah. It wasn't a tough battle to get it for like Christmas usually. And it was a yeah, bargain exactly. that we're like, all right, what if we can find like, Christmas our big gifts? Yeah, I think our parents are more just upset that like but we already bought you the super nintendo like yeah. it was just a personal we battle trying, we were trying to get the playstation we were like oh we're, yeah. we're like can we please get it everybody has one they're like well we got you the super nintendo you like that should be all you need and then we got <laughs> the playstation it should but it's not we, we got the playstation and i think for like the first i want to say the first four or five months we had nothing but the demo disc you could buy yeah and then uh like one of the first games because our dad would go to minnesota every year and he bought us like this motocross game that was really shit and we had that for a long time, and that's all we played. And then, and then we had uh, Resident Evil Zero. I remember we got that when we were going to Caravan. Like uh, that was a GameCube game, Resident Evil Zero. Or not Zero. I'm sorry, yeah. Resident Evil. It was the we remake. Had that too. It's like what, uh, the director's cut. No, no, it was the yeah, first game, but it was a director's cut of it. Oh, yeah, well, like, that's it, the one they offered it to GameCube. Mm -hmm. Well, no, my point is though they they released it on PlayStation One, right? And then they re-released it as this weird director's cut thing, and where they like edited well, this like live action. I'm pretty sure the director's cut was for Code Veronica X. No, I just remember that because we got it. I remember it was the first game because I was like, what were these controls? Like, you hit, it was all inverted. Oh, shit. yeah, that was hard to figure out. Yeah, and then after that, like, for, in, like, 97 is when we got Metal Gear Solid. And I remember at that point we had already known how to beat it and shit like that. And then it wasn't, we, our PlayStation 1 broke because our cousin 
stepped on it when they were like running through our house. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one, he stepped on it, didn't apologize, and we told my mom and dad like, "You better make them get a new one. This is our like, this is our baby. It's our livelihood." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that point, he's got. Oh yeah, Crash Bandicoot was our first game for oh, that's PlayStation because yeah. it came with it. Cool. And like that was Classic. my dad used to play video games with us. He loved Donkey Kong Country and he loves Crash Bandicoot. So my dad's a platformer, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Dads can play the the Super Nintendo. That's oh yeah, my dad loves Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Like I remember, like when we got it, we were like, "Can we play?" My dad's like, "Hold on, I just set it up. Let me let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and play that." Yeah, and my my parents did the exact same thing. Yeah, so I had the Nintendo. We had um, was it arcade uh, cartridge. We had Galaga on there. Oh yeah. My fucking mom and dad were competing for the highest score for like two years. Can <laughs> <laughs> you guys like not? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And my, You're adults. And, and then it got to the point because go pay some bills. Yeah. My uh, my dad was working. My mom was at home, so she's a stay at home mom. It finally got to the point where she got the highest score. My dad was like, "You need to get a job." (laughs) (laughs) I have a job. (laughs) I have a job. (laughs) It's kicking your ass in this game. But yeah, then like that happened, and then like I I don't know the time period between like the second year of having a PlayStation, and then when GameCube came out. I want to say it was two years, probably or a year or two, because at this point, like we're two years (coughs) deep in the PlayStation, and we got it like six months after it was out. And then we got the GameCube, and we're like, that was like the end-all, be-all. We're like, Mom, Dad, can we combine both of our presents, and we get, like, nothing else? <laughs> and literally what happened was they got, it was one controller, and we had to go out and buy another one. And we got Luigi's Mansion and Smash, and uh, that was all we had for a long-ass time. And that's all we really needed. And then eventually we got Mortal Kombat. That was the next Christmas. We got Mortal Kombat, uh, like, 4 or 5, or not 4 or 5, but whatever the oh, game was. And it, but dude, yeah. remember it came to the CD of that one band? It was like a Adema. Adema. There's a band called Adema, and they like they did the intro song for it. And I remember we were like, I guess I'm gonna listen to this. Well, if you remember, <laughs> you too, for it, our so. Super Nintendo was a bundle, and it came with um, the Killer original Instinct. Killer Instinct. Nice. That also came with the soundtrack for Killer Instinct. So we'd be just listening to the level music and stuff. Oh yeah, rad. Right. Now I wish they did with Donkey Kong Country because like that's probably my favorite game for the Super Nintendo. Yep. Is Street Fighter 2, isn't it? Oh, uh, it's hard to What get. about all the Mega Man? Super Nintendo is just well, such a thing. great... We, we didn't get Mega Man until way later. Like, again, this is when the GameCube was already out. We still were playing our Super Nintendo, even though we had PlayStation and all that. Um, we went to school. We went to daycare and all that during summertime because our parents both worked and all that. We went to a Christian school. And uh, we, would, we were able to bring our Super Nintendo. That was one thing I actually did like about that. When we were younger, we could bring our systems to Christian schools. I don't think yep. you could do that at a public school. Yeah, because I would jack that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah just sure. logistically. It and there was a smart. kid there, and, like, uh, well, one of the teachers there had a bunch of Super Nintendo games and then, like, didn't give them to us. We just never really gave them back. <laughs> and uh, it actually says Mr. Or it says Prince on the Mega Man X yeah. game, so mm-hmm. it's not ours. And then there's, like, four or five that are theirs, and, like, we have, like, all, I want to say, like, 40 games for it. Like, I would love to get that thing out and working, but it doesn't. I remember you showed us your case for one of the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, man, we, we tried to hook it up on Rob's TV. Yeah, we were trying to, and it just wasn't working. The only game we could get to work was Star Wars. Oh, yeah. out of all like 30 and it didn't games. even really work. It just no. turned on. Well, like, like, it, it definitely has power going to it, but I think it's the AVI switches. I think so, back. too, yeah. I'm did, not sure. Did you guys ever get to a point in your like video game career where you finally got like I your retired. own fixed income, and you realized you could actually spend your own money on video games? Oh, yeah. And did you ever get to that point where you were just like, I'm going to buy every video game I can, and then you realize, like, oh, shit, I'm spending too much money on this. Like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, about 3DS recently. Because I remember when I got my first job at the Kohl's warehouse, I made, like, 300 bucks every two weeks, and I was like, all right, that's a good amount of money, because I was only 18 years old, 300 bucks a week, fuck yeah. And I would spend at least, like, 200 of it on just video games that I would spend the max of, like, eight hours over, like, a yeah. six-month period. I remember when we both worked at Kohl's, I, that was kind of when that happened to me, too, because that was my... That was my <coughs> First, yeah, it was my first job, and 
Like every year, November, like October through November is like the worst time to not like to buy video games because all of the good ones are coming out. So you just spend like two hundred dollars between two months if you want them all. And I remember buying Skyrim, the whatever I think it was Black Ops Two or something like that, Halo Four, or no, that was Halo Three. It was Reach. Reach, yeah. Those are all came out. All those games, yeah. Because uh, that was two thousand eleven. Because like a lot of people were like, well, when did Skyrim go? Like they literally released it eleven, eleven, eleven. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. For me, it's not that. It was uh, Steam sales. Yep. Dude, Whenever I see that, that it's just like, get my wallet out. It's like, all right. <laughs> I'm at a point Here now, we go. I'm at a point now where I've had three different jobs where I've had a good amount of income, and I had a serious problem of going on Steam sales to the point where I have about 47 games oh, yeah. in my Steam inventory that I've literally they make never, so never even played. They make yeah, games yeah. you don't want to play and so cheap that you will. can't pass up. <laughs> right. Like, I can't pass this up, and sometimes they bundle them together with the game you do want, and you get, like, yep, 10 exactly. other shit games. I remember I've beaten Grand Theft Auto 4, I've also beaten Vice City, and I've also beaten 3, but they're giving them all, so 3 was $3, 4 was $4, and then the add-ons were $2 <laughs> each. I was like, how could I pass this up? And then, like, $40 later, I was like, well, I have this, I have Skyrim, I have Fallout 3, <laughs> <laughs> I just have all these games, and then I'm like, I don't want to play these stuff. Yeah, games. sometimes the deal is just so good, though. Like, I don't even want yeah. these games, but the deal is so like good. Like, the victories and purchases. It really is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got these fuckers. Yeah. Like, we bought those Fijis. Like, we didn't. We could have paid $3 for uh, like a thing of water, but we're like, you know what? I'm going to say you already played Less than a dollar bottle. Less than a dollar bottle for Fiji water is great. It was $5 off, because it was supposed to be 26 something or whatever, but it was like $19 yeah, it was like for a sale, yeah. pack. I was like... Brother, that's like less than a dollar for a bottle. I know, and <laughs> I'm not gonna pass that up. And then, like after we bought it, I was like, "Wait, I was thinking of in soda terms because in water terms, like a bottle should cost you thirty cents." Like, uh, yeah, but it's still Fiji water, and I'd still love to get sponsored by Fiji water, and not like not <laughs> financially, but <laughs> through water. <laughs> if they can just give us the water, if they can just give us free water, and we'll talk. about I will it. drink <laughs> it and talk about how great it is on the. I air. just look over it and Rob sipping a Fiji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fiji water. <laughs> That's the dream for me. Like we'll just start doing our live shows. Yeah. We need a uh-huh. case of Fiji water. <laughs> Product and, placement. Uh, yep. Smash already. We do it at a bar. It's like there's a two drink minimum. It's like, let me get two Fiji's. <laughs> two Fiji minimum. <laughs> Six bucks a pop. Oh, oh yeah. Fiji on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shake it, not, not stirred, my man. Uh, what's the deal with Nintendo's new system? Because I was reading uh, up a little bit on it, and they said the main thing that they're talking about now is that it might be a combination uh it's a hybrid console and portable console, so instead of having a new 3DS, would you just break off a piece of the <laughs> new system and take it home with you? I, guess? I don't know if I like that or not already. But isn't it yeah, with the pad already? A fucking Rubik's Cube, we don't need that. I don't know, I could get into that though if they did it right, if it wasn't dumb. Well, it's not like the pad is overcomplicating it, but well, it's trying to be edgy. A hybrid system and then like a transferring system, because like if you have your 3DS, which I, they're clearly. The 3DS is really the only thing keeping them alive because everybody... Like, yeah, they, I was just reading an article that said literally that's their system right now that's making them yep. money. Well, because you got to realize they, they just keep coming without with reiterations of it. So they've had four or five different 3DSs and people go, well, I just own the bigger one now. Yep. Yeah. So look, that's yeah. why they're getting their money oh, for it. Oh, it's worth it though. Oh, yeah. 3DS, 3DS XL is the newest one and it's fucking grand. And they finally realized that their HD remakes are making money because a lot of Japanese companies were like, why would we do that? We don't have the same team that made it back in the day and like, you don't need the same team. It's, it's already there. Just Make it. That's what the, the Final Fantasy VII is just now getting a remake after we've been asking for I think yep. eight years now. People have been like fucking remake it, and they go, "Well, no one played 13, so we made 13 too. So let's, I guess let's go back to what we know." Like, yeah, I remember it was either last year or two years ago they released that trailer where they're like talking about how they were finally re-releasing Final Fantasy VII. Like they but just they ported were, it yeah, to Steam. They were releasing a, an, <laughs> HD, an HD version of the original, like fucking. <laughs> 64 bit so now there's no 93 edges, it's just one degree. Great. <laughs> Should have just 
like the digital, like kind of like virtual reality stuff. Like I've been seeing so much of that lately. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, the I Oculus Rift. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oculus Rift. And, like, Here's the problem with that though. Those things, uh, they're they should have been released by now. And uh, there's like a lot of like I'm not just talking on my ass. There's a lot of shit to back this up. The problem is uh, the first one was Oculus. And 90% of the people that would put it on would get nauseous. Even if you weren't, like, the huh. person that normally got seasick or, or like, you had, like, a problem with motion sickness, it's because, like, you're not used to, like, your the way your body works, obviously, is, like, you, your ears are your balance. Yeah. And when your ears aren't connected to your eyes, which are connected to a, a virtual reality thing, your body starts to get seasick because you're like, whoa, I'm Very going good. forward, but I'm not moving. Like, <laughs> And it, you literally feel like you're drunk because when you're drunk, that's what it is. Yeah. You get an imbalance and all that. Like, everybody's experienced the spins when you're on the floor and all that. It's because of your ears. The spins. But, um, so, yeah, like, that's the problem. And then um, there's another one that PlayStation just made yeah. that, that, oh, that yeah. they've been testing, and people that had problems with the Oculus are not having problems with that. Is that the one that was showcased at E3 when they did the They actually sort of didn't thing? bring it up. I, or maybe they did. I don't know. But I know that they've been inviting people that are in the gaming industry or that are, like, Kevin Smith got invited didn't go, but, like, a lot of famous celebrities are getting invited to go try it out because... We're in the generation of Twitter, and if, if Seth Rogen says it's rad, people are like, well, I kind of want to try that. And, like, wouldn't that work for you? Life, dude, to be on Twitter and just be like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Check this out. Yeah. And that's kind of <laughs> how that's working. And that's, and where we're, that's where we're going next. But, uh, like, you have these companies, and what they're doing is they're basically going, like, well, we have seven years till we have the next system come out. So we need to have, like, a big dev team to start working on this. And a lot of them started doing these the Wii Motion thing. Like after the Wii did that, PlayStation came out with theirs, and theirs didn't work either. But no one liked it. No one liked it. That's the problem. And yeah, it was like all these people trying to release technology that nobody asked for. Or yeah. wanted. <laughs> well, the idea is like Steve Jobs was the ultimate salesman because he basically was able to convince you that you needed something yeah, you've never true. heard of. But like the Wii tried to do that with the Wii Mote, and they're like, "Well, look at these fun, these fun games. Look at these fun games. You're playing tennis and all that." And like, well, that's fun for Even five when minutes. When they were talking about before gimmick. it launched, I was like, "That doesn't look like fun." Yeah, it's, it's just a gimmick. And that that was the Wii U's problem, honestly. Uh, the Wii U failed because at launch they had zero games for it. They're like, "Well, here's the new Super Mario, Mario Brothers Wii U." It's like we already played that game. We played it on the Wii. Wii. It was yeah, fun. We don't want it. Wii U. I would have called it something completely different. Oh yeah, just call it the Wii. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly didn't know there was a difference till kind of recently. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought they Wait, were the same thing. Black. Yeah, <laughs> like, do you guys know how far out Smash was from the console? It was a year off. Like, they're like, oh, they should have just waited and made the graphics or the engine also, better. Remember, Jimmy had a Wii back in senior year, mm -hmm. so it, yeah. could, it could possibly be the same console in twenty fifteen. Well, yeah, because seven years. Because I, I found our own Wii in the closet that, like a month that or so ago. How bad Nintendo is at marketing themselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a good point. That's not on him. That's on them. And so I decided, I was like, ooh, I'm going to get Smash and, and that, know, practice on my own because, like, I, I don't consider myself a Nintendo fanboy, but when we were growing up, we definitely were. Like, we had, what, you had your Game Boy. I would consider your Game Boy Advance. Well, you are now because you're the A fan and a fanboy are different things. Yeah. yeah. That's where you only buy that system. But yeah. It's like, and you pretend all their stuff is good even if it's bad. Yeah, but has anyone ever only bought one of the competing systems uh, if they could afford all of them? Yes. It's, it's yeah. usually... But you got to remember, now that you're an adult, yeah. you have options. <laughs> I always assume you like, you get one and you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you tell your parents you want Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo, they're like, tough luck. Like, you know, the reason, like, Xbox was a even able to compete with the PS3 was... Be or the P PS2 was... Or the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. The reason Xbox 360 almost won is because... They go, oh, well, they have more multiplayer games. And when I got the Xbox 360, it was literally because I was talking to Jordan and Matt and Jacob and them at school. And they're like, dude, have you heard of Gears of War? Have you heard of Halo? Yeah. And I was like, what are those? And then I ended up going to their house and I was like, we can play this together? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, PlayStation didn't have that. So it's like, if you're the kid that had a PlayStation, everyone had that one friend that had that. And they're like, why would you buy 
by that. Like I'm trying to play with my friends. You it know wasn't I mean? wasn't Call of Duty a Xbox exclusive? Yep. Well, yeah. No, no not it wasn't exclusive. Then. Right now, they do these weird things where the companies will pay millions of dollars to have it a month earlier on one system oh, to sell systems, and okay. it kind of works because you have little kids like my little brother's age who are like, I want the new Black Ops. You're not going to miss out on Call of Duty for a full month. Oh, yeah, because by then, everyone's already the highest rank or got yep. the gun. It's all bullshit, but um, that's kind of why – that's how that's what sells systems, and the Wii, that's another fault is like they – they're like, well, if we focus on gameplay, we don't need to worry about online. And now you have a backlash. Of people. I want to play Smash online. I don't always have my friends at my house because yeah. this game's always fun. And you go online and it's fucking 10 frames per second. Black City, yeah. Lag, yeah. yeah. And then they're like, well, here, here's this, this add-on. If you plug this in, you get no more lag. It's like, well, why do I need to buy something that you should have put into the system already? And then you have another complaint. And they're like, well, here's the... You, no one wants to play Smash on the pad, so we're going to re-release GameCube controllers. But you know what? We're not going to release enough adapters for anyone. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that. How long did we have Smash before we actually got the adapters? Were they just trying to create demand or something? Is no, I just don't think they thought it was going to sell that well. Oh. Yeah. Well, and the same thing with the Amiibos. Vastly overestimated like <laughs> their other games, I guess. Smash and Amiibos are single-handedly keeping Nintendo alive. I'm sure. Because I don't know if you've ever seen online, but like Amiibos sell out... Instantly. Which I don't understand. I don't either because I don't need any. I still don't understand what that is. And I was like, wait, so we can't level them up and then use him? He uses himself? I was kind of disappointed in that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's a weird thing. Like, if you go to Toys R Us because they have exclusives and all that for them. Oh, yeah, they sell those out. They sell those out. I still don't understand what they are. (laughs) It's really just an add on to the game. It's just a trophy that has AI in it. Yeah. But why? Because you can put it in the game and it gets. It learns. Yeah. Shouldn't it just already do that? And here's the thing. You have to like set it to a computer and like set it to a certain level and like with this, it's just like I'm just gonna do my own thing. Like when did they announce the newest Legend of Zelda? Was it like three years ago? (laughs) I haven't. It was before the Wii U even launched. It was E3. I want to say it was E3 like 2013. Like oh we're not ready yet. And then like they two E3s in a row they just didn't mention it and then they brought it back up. I want to say it's when they were talking about releasing the Wii U was the same year that they first showcased the new Legend of Zelda. And I didn't think about it until recently, but remember when the Twilight Princess came out? It was on the, the GameCube and the Wii. That's right. And that was because they're like, oh, like, the GameCube's kind of dead, and the mm-hmm. Wii, I guess we need a port, you know what I mean? And they're going to do the same thing, I, I'm guessing, right now. I, I'm saying right now, the new Legend of Zelda, whatever it's called, it might just be Legend of Zelda, uh, is coming out for the new system, but also for the Wii U as like a port. Hmm. And but like, are they making it for the Wii U and porting it, or are they making it for the new they're one? They're making no, it for the next gen. Yeah, oh, okay. and then porting, which is bad. You shouldn't do that. But um, well, I'd rather have it that way. Take advantage like of the new. Like their launch title. True, but I feel like I'm just going to buy the new system anyway because I feel like here's their problem too: with Smash and so we had Smash, no Mario Party, no Mario Kart, and yeah. no Zelda for the first year. And then after the first year was done, we had Mario Kart. I think it was eight months into the cycle. That's too late. Smash was a year and a half into the cycle. It was literally the November after it came out that we got Smash, and everyone was like, yeah, Smash, and I think that's where all the console sales came from. So who's making these poor decisions? Uh, th- it's just a stubborn Japanese company, and the, the dude that runs a lot of it is actually, he passed away very recently. Oh, that's like, right, uh, I heard about uh, that. Shinji Iwata or something like that? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce like his that. name. I could be way wrong, sorry. Uh, you got the last name right. Yeah, and he passed away, and then um, that that's immediately, whoever took over Nintendo, I don't know if it was Reggie on the American Sakurai. side. Huh? They still have Sakurai. Yeah, Sakurai, he's literally the only the Smash developer. He has nothing to do with anything else. That's when they started going, oh, we're going to do uh, cell phone games. So that's Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't think so? It's a smart move, it's but it's a cop-out. Yeah, no, it, it, he's right. It's a cop-out. <coughs> I also feel like Nintendo's properties lend themselves well to cell phone games. Like, Yeah. yeah. Imagine like a, a 2D uh, Metroid game on your... It'd be fun. Oh, I'm, I agree with that, but like, here's the problem. 
it's too easy for those companies to go like microtransactions because yep. that's where the money is right now. Like, I'm also not. I'm a casual gamer by by definition. <laughs> like so, to me, I'm like, ooh, that sounds great. You guys are like, mm. you know, I've been shitting on Nintendo a little bit here, but they, they need to learn a little bit. Uh, one thing they did get right is doing yeah. DLC for Smash. Like smartest decision. That's really good. Sure, yeah. yeah. And like even better, like, like they service the fans super hard by going, oh, reuse in the game. Everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me? After Mewtwo was free, we get Ryu. And then uh, they're like, all right, well, not only is Ryu in the game, we're putting Lucas back in the game. Also, Roy. Everybody loves Roy. And then, like, you know what? It's coming out tomorrow. And then the, the next day it was released. That's, like, the best thing you can do to your fans. So I hope they're doing a Nintendo conference in the beginning of December. I'm hoping they're doing the same thing with Cloud. That would be really smart on their part. Who else is there even, like, who else is even an option for a DLC? Like, who has been left out? Um, Snake, right? That's Snake, one. I don't think he's coming back, I did hear Banjo Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, as long as Shovel, like Shovel Knight's all but confirmed at this point because really, what they the, the amiibos were literally invented for that game and for Mario Party and for Mario Kart. So Shovel Knight's gonna be in one of the three. I mean, he's not gonna be in Mario Party, and I doubt he's gonna be in Mario Kart. So right. as long as they're staple Nintendo characters, they'll always have material. I'm calling it right now. Like right. It'd be, wouldn't be surprised if Rayman gets put in there. Oh yeah, oh, they already someone too. already found images of him, but it was considered fake. But I don't know if that's true or not. I'm calling it right now. My three picks are just well, obviously Cloud's in it. I'm saying Shovel Knight and then fucking. Yeah, oh, what if James Bond was in there? Wow, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be rad. That'd be amazing. Bond, and yeah. nothing's if Cloud is so unlikely because they uh, Final Fantasy hasn't been on a console for Nintendo since the NES, and that was Final Fantasy one through three, which didn't come out in America. So, mm-hmm. uh, if if he's in the game, then literally everyone's on the table. What about like some Castlevania characters? They haven't done that yeah. yet, have they? Like, that would be smart if they put uh, the dude from Symphony of Night in there. It would be amazing. I don't remember his name, but okay. um, yeah. Those games are really good, by the way. Like I, I played them on your 3DS way back in the day. I never got to them when I was younger, but those games are fun as fuck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think feel like everybody's well represented. I'm like I'm trying to think who would get me like excited if they were like, oh, this character's. Honestly, like, like uh, there's so many memes about it. I wouldn't be surprised if the because Namco is the uh, co-developed that game. Namco Bandai owns the rights to Dragon Ball Z video games. Uh, oh, that's you're right. That's the one. If they, they could put I Goku. would not be surprised if Goku was in there, and that would be the smartest move they've ever made. Even smarter than Cloud, because Cloud has a lot a big fan base, but I feel like everybody knows Goku. And like I, if I was a little kid like Joel, and like I like Dragon Ball Z, I'd be like, you know what, we need to get a Wii U. Do kids these days care about Dragon Ball Z though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's pretty much yeah. It's like Star Wars. It doesn't really have a generation. Dragon yet. Ball Z is like the Simpsons of anime. Also, what, if, what if the dog from Jeff was Gemini got put in Smash? Anyone, uh, you guys remember Jeff was yeah, Gemini? Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking incredible. I, I hope that game was the best. Yeah. 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 Like, it was like the Gears of War. Of course. Where you just go in. <laughs> what if the chick from like Perfect uh, Dark? Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool, cool too. Cool. You can be like a zero suit Samus. Actually, you know what? No rare characters are going to be in there because rare got sold to Xbox. Ooh, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, you're right. Was it Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong is an exception. They don't actually don't own the rights to that because they've released the rare forty games or thirty games for thirty dollars or whatever. Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country and all that are the only ones not included in that because they don't have the rights to that. Gotcha. Because Donkey Kong is exclusively because before that Donkey Kong was in Super Mario, so technically the the rights are to Super Mario rather than that. Even though he has not been in any of the games since the first one. Or I think is that is it Donkey Kong or Mario where he got to go up the the ladder, river, stone, barrels? Which that was Donkey Kong. Oh, Mario. Donkey Kong. Oh, okay, well I think because Mario is in it. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of weird thing where they don't own the rights. So how many lawyers does it take to get us a character in Smash these days? You know what? Probably a lot. Probably honestly. shit ton. Yeah. Like all of them. What's another thing where there's a lot of fucking people in it that uh that came out recently? I'm trying to think of it. Um, 
oh, like the, those video games with cars in them. Like it takes a lot of lawyers and shit to get like BMW and all that. I'm sure it board. does. Yeah. And you have to pay them a lot of money, which is why you have games like a, a Ridge Racer and all them. Like we just make up our own cars. Or Grand Theft Auto, like has yeah. cars. Yep. You know what they're trying. Can to you do. imagine how much money and time? Like they actually do have the money now, though. Like they made a billion dollars in seventy-two hours, so like they could. Pr- pr- I mean, like you'd be dumb not to have your. Uh, in the game it just can only help you. Have they yeah. said anything more about a new Grand Theft Auto in recent? It's going to be a long time, man. You I know, know what? I don't know if it's true, but there was an article on IGN that posted that they're trying to do all of America now. Yeah, that's what I read. And I'm like, I don't know how no. you do that. The, you're going over, to overextend and mess it up. Mm-hmm. It's pretty but it's Red Dead's the next game coming out. And oh, that's oh, what everybody oh, posted. Okay. I, I didn't know that. I thought only we like Red Dead and our friends oh. and all that. But apparently those games... Sold more, or not sold more, but it cost more money and was more cost effective than Grand Theft Auto Four. Like, really? like everybody loved Red Dead more than that, and I think it's because the story was killer for it. Like, was. I don't know. I, that's. If well, I it's did, also if you think about it, a, a Western is so far away from modern times that it might as well just be a fantasy world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you go around. I think on, it's it's on like horses and it's tantamount to Skyrim if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, there's not enough Western games. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. You know what's weird is like not a lot of people knew that Red Dead Redemption was a sequel to something. Like me and Rob actually played Red Dead Revolver. Oh, yeah, we remember. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Blockbuster. We uh-huh. rented that, that shit. That was a fun game too. That, that game was amazing. To stop Marvel over yeah. So I don't know what they're gonna call it and what the story's gonna be, but like well, it's, in, it's in capable hands. Like Rockstar really hasn't put yeah. out a bad game in, in a long time. I love to see them doing it with Max Payne. That's the yeah. last time I really got excited. But that's about not their game. That's a Remedy game too. So th- that's where this whole thing. Like breaks apart. It's like you have Remedy, which made Alan Wake, and they're making the new Let's time travel game, oh, yeah, which looks that? really good. Uh, what's it called? Quantum, Quantum Break. Quantum, Quantum Break. Quantum you know what's weird? Quantum they're doing something that no one's ever done before. They're putting a TV show alongside with the game. Really? Actually, that's mm-hmm. not true. Defiance did that. Oh yeah, you're damn it, you're right. Well, I guess Halo Actually, would be yeah, another. There was one. another. There was like an MMO that came out a couple years ago. But yeah, it but it was a flop. Yeah, it failed but instantly. I'll say this, and it's the first high budget show. That's going alongside with it because they're actually put like sinking money into it because like it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And then Halo, I don't know when that show's coming out, but they're kind of pulling a Warcraft where they've been trying to put a movie together for a long time. How about uh, that Warcraft movie? Oh, that's that's the only time it happens, I was gonna give a shit just like with this Warcraft. Warcraft movie. was a Hobbit or three too late. Who has anyone been fired over that? Because they should. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure. It's been way too long. Yeah. You know why that movie doesn't make any sense? Because Halo, oh, a Halo movie makes sense because they can only make as much money as the game sells. Warcraft, they Pretty can much. sell the $60 game and then all the expansions and then charge monthly. Yep. So they're making a billion dollars regardless. Halo can only sell as many games as they sell and the DLCs they sell. So that movie would be profitable for them. It's like, that's not even, if they make $100 million at the box office off of Warcraft, which I, I'm not, it doesn't look good to me. I'm sorry. It looks no. terrible. But is it? They're not going to make any but money. But again, we talked about fanboys. They're going to go pay their Warcraft tax. But is there enough of them left? Yeah, they'll, they'll still yeah, make so money. Yeah, it might what? not be a crazy. I say that success, as a not like a huge Blizzard fan. Like I, I, I'm excited for Overwatch. It looks really good. Yeah, but, but they're still like they their subscriptions like went down and they're coming back up to what they were back when the game first launched. Yeah. Like, well, because every new the, expansion, everyone that quit has to go back and yeah, play for like a week, week and yeah. then see if it's any better. But like it brings me no joy to tell you that the movie's gonna make money. Mm-hmm. And there's still enough I, fanboys well, out okay, there. Okay, as a guy who follows movies, I have to disagree. I don't think really? anyone's gonna go see that. I don't think they've tried time I think time he again. has something with the Warcraft tax thing, though, because at this point, people are so hungry to see a good video game movie. That That's I what I was going to say. People have been burnt by video game movies in the past. Yeah. This movie already doesn't look well. It looks like the next John Carter. I think I'm already I, burnt by that movie. Like, I'm, I'm telling you right now, ago. I bet it comes out and makes no money. Well, my thing is with that is, like, they... Like, look at The Hobbit. It, like, you have these dragon characters, and it, it, it's seamless with the live-action characters. This movie... 
I can tell that there's a real person right here, and I can tell yeah. that's a CGI ogre. Like it looks well, terrible. Because like I don't yeah. know much about Warcraft. You guys played for a Is while. Is the story like, even interesting? How could you yeah. even make a movie it's out good? of Warcraft? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because it feels like it was more of a personalized thing. To no, me. no, no, no. It's, so there's that's actually story a shit ton of lore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, be, and I admit that I, I know nothing about okay. that series. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, it makes more sense to me. I would say like the plethora of Warcraft lore is probably like maybe a third of this, like the Starcraft or the Star Wars lore. Oh, okay. And you know what so would like make money? It's not as big, but it, it expands pretty fucking like. Big you know what's gonna make money and is gonna be written well and directed well is the Last of Us movie, Ooh. because the the writers that worked on the game are writing the screenplay for the movie, and then it's getting a good director. So that movie, the Uncharted series, they had they have the chance to make the next Indiana Jones if they really do it right. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they might. I don't know. They're looking at Bradley Cooper to play uh, really? the main character. And the, you know what? If that that happens. If Brad Cooper or Bradley Cooper, I guess, uh, or Chris Pratt play the main character, that game movie is going to be amazing. Like, because Chris Pratt already looks like the main character, and he's I see cocky. Chris Pratt more than, uh, yeah, Cooper. but they're also looking at both those people play the next Indiana Jones. So like, whoever gets one's probably going to get the other. And you know what? Like, Chris Pratt see would be a better Indiana Jones. Because what is Uncharted except for a fanboy's like video game version of Indiana Jones? Yeah, That's literally what it is. It's literally playable. It's imagine the opening to Raiders of the Lost Ark, but for an entire game. That's what that series is, mm -hmm. and it's I've never played it, but I've seen a lot of like footage of it. And it looks amazing. I just never had a PS3. I was under the assumption it was just a gender swap Tomb Raider. Yeah, it is. And that's yeah, what really much. That's that last Tomb Raider game was fucking baller. The, like, new one's getting, the, new one. the new one's already out, but it's getting oh, it's getting amazing reviews. It's just they they put it out alongside Black Ops Three and Fallout, yeah. so they got not buried. smart. Oh, yeah. I might I might get that. Too. And you know what? There's like they I listened to another podcast where one of the developers or the writers was on, and he's like, look. It's going to be a good game. I already know it's a good game, but it's not going to sell well for the first year or two because he's like, there's no, he's like, there's literally no good time to put this game out because it's not like a, there's, it's not like a triple A title that will just sell games. Like Halo is going to sell no matter what. Call of Duty, as much as people are tired of it, is going to sell. That Tomb Raider game, that re reboot or whatever, was the first game in a long, or like the last game I think I played that I got like sucked into. Yeah. And just like played it straight through. And you know what's weird when you, you're like, I'm going to get this game. I was like, it doesn't look bad. And then I started playing, like, this is really good. Yeah, it's fun as hell. I'm honestly yeah. surprised more people aren't, like, hype over it. I think it's because you don't have to pay your Tomb Raider tax, but you do have to pay your Halo tax. And you have to pay but you know what it is? A lot of it is expectations, because you, you went into that game going, it looks all right, and then it's like, oh, yeah, move me away. Yeah, too, yeah. Because there's a part of me, too, that's just like, yeah, Tomb Raider, who gives a shit? And yeah. it's like, you see, like, clips of it, especially the Conan O'Brien thing. Like, oh, yeah, I was that, just like, oh, I want to play this. Honestly, I, I don't know how much it helped, but I feel like that helped a little bit, because that video... Was hilarious. Like, <clears throat> like, I don't know about the new one. Did he make another one for the sequel? He's we probably going to. Uh, the Conan O'Brien thing, where it's like a uh, oh, like gamer. Game? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, those are funny. Yeah. Uh, right here. <coughs> so do we? Did we call that Oh uh, Give me one sec. I was gonna. I had a point I was gonna make. My point is we talk about. We will. We will. <laughs> but I was gonna say, like, uh, I think that. The Tomb Raider thing was because of the the Tomb Raider movies did so bad. The last few games were more. Yeah. I think everyone was like, oh wait, Jesus. Wait, there was more than one movie. Oh, there, there was, was two. Two. And let me tell you, my dad was first in line to see both of them. <laughs> my dad loves those movies. Those lips? I guess. It's <laughs> more to do with he just likes a classic adventure movie. I mean, what else? Let me go to this one, please. Uh, my dad loves Sahara, which yeah. is a, a bad movie. Yeah. Well, I've never seen it. I can't really. I mean, you know what? The two saving graces, Matthew McConaughey and Steve Zahn. Okay. I'll watch anything with Steve Zahn. Yeah, Steve Zahn scores a lot of points with me just because he's such a great character actor. Yeah. You know what it was? It was Joyride that did it for me. I really I loved it. That and fucking the, that thing you do. That I've never so seen it. It's fucking brilliant. I love that movie. It's just about like uh, Motown people. It's right? like Fade Beatles, the movie. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like about like a, a 60s group, uh, like, a, in a, but the, like an American pop group that plays music. And like, it's one of the few movies that uh, actually got, uh, had scenes shot at Disneyland. Like, very few movies have done that. Oh, really? And it's, uh, I want to say, directed by Tom Hanks. I'm not 100% sure about it. It's at least, at least He's produced by it yeah. uh, Before we get to Battlefront, let me uh, call Hanks, man. Uh, I started watching Fargo. That show's great. <coughs> Dude, I watched the first episode. Dad was like, "Oh, let's check it out." I mean, we it watched the first like episode movie. immediately, like five minutes in. I'm like, "I'm on board. Like, I want to watch this. This is great." Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's a shame too because you have shows like I always hear Hannibal is a really good show. Yeah, and I, I always hear what's the Bates Motel is pretty good. I've heard. It's another one. And then under the dome. I never watched the show, but it looked like it's shit. Dad says, "Yeah, it was pretty terrible." But it's if you want to trust Harlan's opinion. He's on TV shows. He's actually kind of right most of the time. Yeah. I noticed. But anyway, we'll get to Battlefront, and uh, I want to talk about Asher the Evil Dead after that. That show's great. I've been watching that. What is it? It's four episodes deep right it's now. It's three. I haven't seen okay. the third one yet, but I watched the first two. It's fucking great because it's like, it's a little funnier than. I mean, we're already talking about TV. You might as well talk about it. All I don't right. know if you guys, if any of you guys have seen it yet, but like, it's a little funnier than like Evil Dead is. I also listen to. If you listen to, um, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard that it's like. Army Darkness comedy meets yeah, it's dead. more it's more it's like actually Army legitimately creepy at some points too. But um, they Bruce Campbell and um and everybody else, pretty much literally everyone involved with it uh, was on a, a panel that I think it's on Spodcast. Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith did it, yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, they said they actually don't have the rights to Army of Darkness, so they can't reference like S Mart and they can't reference. Oh, the is that why he's working on a new? Place? Yeah. Well, you and know then, what? That almost like adds to the the story. But, he, but they did say, like, you never know. We might get that sorted out later, which would be fascinating if they did because then they could reference all the stuff that happened. That would make a great season, too. Like, so whatever happened with S-Mart? And then, like, yeah, well, they said, too, they're like, we're, they, they said we're, we're, we're ready to do more than just one season. Like, the first season is a complete story, but, like, we could keep going on as long as you want to go, which makes me think there must be a lot more that they could do with, like, the – you know what I'm saying? And, and speaking of Sam Raimi, real quick, uh, he recently just came out and said, like, he would do more Spider-Man movies. I would movies. do that Harvey. Like, I oh, yeah. Love his because movies. you know what? I know Jimmy's weird. not fond of his – Spider-Man movies, he always gives me shit for they were, like, I fucking love those movies. Spider-Man 2 is better than the new ones. Yeah, Sp- uh, Spider-Man 2 may be the best comic book movie if it weren't for Dark Knight, I think. Huh. You know what? If it was, I'll okay, say Dread's up there. Oh. Dread's up there. I would say like the top five for me is Punisher being number five. Yeah, I really love that movie, even though it's not really based on the comic or whatever. If Daredevil was a movie, it'd probably be number one. Dude, Daredevil, yeah. if we can talk about like game replacing Game of Thrones and replacing True Detective, oh, fucking destroyed. It really did, yeah. Didn't you watch it and enjoy oh, it? Daredevil? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, like, and you don't like apparently, it. Apparently, well, I don't care about Season two, they're filming well. season two right now, and apparently the one guy from Walking Dead is so good as the Punisher that they're scrapping the Iron Fist show and they want to do a the solo Punisher show. Punisher show. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Like, how could you? I mean, here's Iron the thing. Fist, though, I was kind of excited so about. So was I. That's the one I really wanted to see them try to pull off of Iron Fist. Because he was rad Marvel vs. Capcom. Like. But um, here's the thing about The Punisher. How could they not have seen that, like, first of all, that's going to make all the money. Because it's like they well, already have all, all the Punisher shirts that are already available for sale in every Walmart in America. Just because that because Rednecks love that uh, that skull yes, logo on their truck and shit. Anyone who's in the military. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. So you put that out, you have a built-in fan base automatically of people who recognize just. You know what's I actually. Uh, it's also easy to explain. Here's something pretty meta right now. There's some dude that they keep reporting who's like an Israeli soldier that carries like a sword with him is is wearing a Punisher bulletproof vest and all that and beheads ISIS soldiers. Can't get any cooler than that. First of all, let's, let's make that movie, dude. Yeah. Based, based on a true story. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what's uh, it's a serious situation. All that. And I, Goes out to the people that were affected by it, but it's a it's a shit situation. I mean, shout out to parents. Oh no, yeah, we've talked about it extensively. I just watched that video of where like the there's like a dad and like a like an infant son, and he's like trying to explain to him like 
He's like, we have to find a new house now. He's like, no, this is where we live. And he's like, yeah, but there's bad guys. He's like, yeah, but, you know, there's good people, too. Like, there's bad guys everywhere and all this stuff. It's fucking great. If you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, but my, uh, the Punisher thing, I have a feeling this Deadpool movie, if it does any kind of, like, if it's successful in any way. That That's a movie I think will print money, dude. Yeah. We're going to go see that. I think that uh, we're, we're, like, on the, like, a lot of people are kind of getting burnt on the whole, like, I'm, I'm kind of over superhero movies, which we saw coming from a while well, think away. About like, it, Ant-Man did not do people the People are burnt on superhero movies, so now what they're doing instead is they're doing Let's Netflix do mature. TV shows, or they're also doing shit like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is technically a comic book, but not really a superhero thing. It's like, well, okay, well, what else can we do? We still have the property, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, I'm saying if Deadpool does well, I think we're going to see uh, a remake of Blade, which they're already talking about doing, and then we're going to see a lot more R-rated. Uh, thing. Like, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see like some more image movies, like... I wouldn't be surprised if there's a sex criminal series or a movie that you said they're working on, or like a saga. It would be cool to see Image do like Marvel and have their own t- uh, television and like film production. Well, every image. I would not be surprised because like, everybody's saying don't go to Marvel, don't go to DC, go to Image right now because like they have like they don't really have one bad comic. Like you can pick up any of them, read the first ten, and get sucked in. So, I also here's what I think too is going to happen. I think that movie, um, what's the one uh, with all the villains in it, uh, Suicide Squad's going to come out. And I, I honestly think that, that that chick is going to do such a good job as Harley Quinn that they're probably just going to give her, like, a solo. And that'll be, like, the first, like, female-led comic book movie. Yeah. And then Wait, people are going to see that shit. Are they supposed to be setting up Wonder Woman for... Yeah, it's just, movie? it's all a matter who gets out there first at this point. Because they're also what? talking about uh, Captain Marvel for... Uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, which would be cool. Uh, I heard she got the shit kicked out of her recently. <laughs> yeah. I'll touch on that for a second. Like, Man. I'm a fan of hers just because, like, she single-handedly brought, like, the... The spotlight to female sports, which mm-hmm. like they needed, and she's yeah, a good, she's no a great way. role model for women, and I, I'm happy about that. She talks bad shit on the Kardashians, which I agree. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like she she definitely went about this this match the wrong way. If you like look into it, she was very cocky, and uh, I don't well, know. I mean, having a winning streak for that. Well, here's the Perhaps problem. Deserved though. <laughs> yeah, well deserved because like how long has any of her fights lasted, including the one she lost? Literally Less than eight thirty minutes. seconds. <laughs> like the one before she fought just now lasted all of thirty seven yeah. seconds. And it was like literally a one-two, and the girl was out. This one, the girl was just way too prepared for her. But the problem was she was talking so much shit that it, it blew up in her face when she ended up losing. If she would have just been humble about it, then she probably would have been more famous than the girl who's doing that anyway. Which, and there's no doubt in my mind, she's going to still be in the spotlight. The other there girl, is no bad publicity. Like, like, can any of you name the girl that beat her? Holly Holm. Exactly. One <laughs> out of, what, five people? As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's a fair point. So all I her is that she's not affected in any way. Yeah. In fact, if she comes back, like I remember, you're like, this is just a good. Oh character. yeah, this is this is just the middle part of her her life story. Like yeah, if she yeah. what, her comeback's gonna be fucking incredible. I guarantee you, she's, she's gonna, gonna learn a life lesson because of how many females are just like, oh, I love Ronda Rousey because she has this thing called she has this saying like, don't be a do nothing bitch, which is where like a Kardashian <laughs> essentially is like the the, the 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 pretty much the greatest example. That's good. I don't know about that. What a do nothing bitch because they do nothing. We literally do nothing. All sorts of product lines, and because they also have managers, they they didn't do any of that themselves. That's where that comes in. They go, you know what? You're kind of a brand now. How about we get you on some perfume? Did they create the perfume themselves? Did they market themselves? No. Yeah, the celebrity comes first, not the products. Exactly. Of course. But most think about most celebrities that get famous off nothing. They last for like a week. Yeah, but true. But here's the problem. What they do is they they market themselves as such. Like, well, I'm gonna date this celebrity person. We're gonna be a lot of drama. I'm gonna date. Uh, yeah, but it's all fake. Yeah, of course it's fake. But it's that's like wrestling. People know it's yeah. not real, but they watch it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> but that's also not due to themselves. That's a manager going like, you know what? There's money to be made here if we just cause a little bit of drama. Sure. And then like the whole uh, dating the Laker guy and that whole thing. Like you think. You but what do you like about the Ronda Rousey? The drama that she lost. 
Yeah, it's all. It's but there was also the she drama of her winning, just, and then like yeah. she marketed herself like, uh, "fuck." But she's also winner. like the best at something, whereas yeah. like the, one of the Kardashians aren't aren't even the best at making fuck tapes. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, you're, you're comparing two different things. Sure, are we? Yeah, you <laughs> are. I don't think it's fair. They they get like they're like the McDonald's of just like if you want to make fun of like socialites, just make fun of them. Because it's literally everything it's wrong always. with America. Like it's oh, it, they, yes, they they represent everything I hate about America, dude. The Kardashians? Are you kidding me? What? Is, what? For example, just like the sense of entitlement for nothing, for literally nothing, and because then of like their father who's dead. And yeah, and then the fact that the story is so fucking complicated just pisses me off even more. It's like they're they're, they're back back. They're rich because their father won a case that probably shouldn't have been won in, in most people's opinions about OJ. And then after that, uh, you have uh, the whole Jenner thing where he runs over a person and then he's oh, like, that, well, this he's was, that's a long exactly. But it's so complex that. that they they've done nothing. All they've done is Kardashian they, and Jenner. That's different. It's two uh, different things, but yeah. they came together. They just came together because the mom married. Exactly. They all come from the same cesspool of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like, but you also have Kylie and Kendall Jenner. Who yeah, are basically they're, the they're a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so my point oh. is, though, like, you have Kim Kardashian who's done nothing except for she's like, you know what, here's my sex tape, release it, now I'm famous. Now I'm going to hang out with Paris Hilton because they've only leached off other people to get more famous. Well, that's at the very beginning. Yeah, I, I hated and, Paris Hilton, too. So yeah, yeah, to be see, fair, Paris, see, like, Paris Hilton wasn't able to hold the spotlight for long at all. She's I don't know, I think she had a number one reality show for a couple of years. For a couple of years. years. Yeah, yeah. So, so she, she's gone now. Thing. Here's she the thing, I think the Kardashians... Yeah. Oh yeah, it's called uh, the Simple Life. The Simple Life. That's right. Her Remember it was the, Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. There you go. Should I be it's like concerned that I never saw this? No, you no, should be. Should be proud. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would I listen to this? It was a big like deal that. though. But it, it, it's all fake. It's just a oh, yeah. bit. I feel like you're you're, oh, you're projecting. I think what we're these discussing people. here is good role models versus like toxic role models because so what's you have these people that turned eighteen. What? What's our example of good role models? Ronda Rousey. I agree that she's a good role model. I don't know that Kim Kardashian is a bad role model. She hasn't done anything really bad. Other than the yeah, original right, no, sex tape, just, but beyond that, she's been. Yeah, she just publicizes. But what yeah. has she done good, though? I don't know. I'm sure she has lots of degrees <laughs> and stuff. I don't know a lot about her, to be well, fair. Just I've never seen her. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm choosing to defend her here because I think she's getting. My example actually comes from the Jenner. It's like you have these girls that were 15, 16, like are already doing like risque model shoots and all that. Turn 18. Talking about Kylie. Yeah, yeah. But like they hang out with those two. They immediately turn 18. It's like he's got some talent, obviously. Oh yeah. As you much as anyone it. hates on Kanye West, you cannot argue that he's an artist. Absolutely not. See, like, with him, the product came first and the fame came later. Like, he, you know, he had a skill that he marketed into fame. They, they, they were infamous that they marketed into fame. I would argue that Kanye, he even admits that it's all an act. Like, the whole Trump thing is, like, he puts that on so that it riles the opponent up. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye only says he's number one because people believe it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, where was that during... Uh, the first three albums, like he was always like, I'm, I'm the best, but that's how all rap is. But now he yeah. believes he's the best, and you believe it because he believes it. Sure. I think we're at a point though where we're starting to like siphon through really all our major celebrities are, are due for a, a change out. You know what I'm saying? Like, how Probably. much longer could Justin Bieber possibly be famous? He's, he's not, not really. Anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think he's at a point. He's going to turn do the Michael Jackson thing pretty quick here, where he just turns to a complete fucking weirdo. Yeah. He already has the whole prostitute thing. Like, he's got there's pictures of him yeah. passed out next to a footer tranny. Like. Because for mean, a while, it, was, it became funny, like, oh, look at the crazy shit he's getting into. Now it's just like, well, who cares? It's just sad. But see, that, that kind of goes back to my point with the Kardashians, is that they've been able to hold the spotlight and not just turn into freaking weirdos like a lot of these people do. Yeah, yet, though. I feel like Yeah, yeah, but, then, but they just assume they're already weirdos. They just don't publicize it. No, not really. They just, they, on, they're just... They're, they're fucking spoiled rich girls. Of course they are right. spoiled rich girls, but they create a product that people want to watch on yeah, TV and they cool. want to emulate. Because, I mean, as long as they're stupid people... They're yeah, so you, you can blame their fans for being ignorant, but they I don't know, know what here's they're a, doing. I got a better example of a bad role model. 
any of the girls from 16 is pregnant. Sure, those are bad role models. Are, are they role models at all, though? Is anyone oh, looking yeah. to those girls? Like, if I you're can't. watching them, and you're living your life, and you're constantly giving your television views to them, that's yeah. a role model. Like, I think yeah. the worst because you're the putting them in on a pedestal. Especially when you have people like Farrah Abraham, which, like, why would I know her name? Because she yeah, put herself she's out there. She's a backdoor model. Because she's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad, that's no, a bad I role model. I didn't know who she was until I found out she became a porn star. Right. If you're a celebrity in, in any way, in any capacity, you're a role model, whether you want to be or yeah. not. And that's actually something uh, Chris Pratt was talking about. He's like, whether I like it or not, I have to start being a good role model because I have kids now. Yeah. And I have kids watching uh, Jurassic World and Guardians of the Galaxy looking up to me, so I can't go out and get drunk and, you know what I mean? How people do so it's like he recognizes immediately that I need to be more respectful about it. That's a personal choice he's making, though. I would argue that smart. he is not like compelled. He's not to entitled to be a role model, but that's he's something not that he's not the right word. Yeah, but that incorrectly, it's not his job to be a role exactly. model. Exactly, he's making a right decision to act yeah, as a role model. I respect model. him for doing it. Yeah, I respect him for doing I know. I'm saying, but it's like, like, whether you like it or not, it's put upon us. Yeah, it probably was for a lot of people until. Yeah, but Tiger Woods never wanted to be a role model. That was a choice you made. Like you can't. You know, but I mean, like, the when you're basically like the only fucking African guy that's ever been yeah. that, that like that one sport. It's like Michael, you're gonna be the staple. Like, there's no way. Sure. Because like when every other person is white and you're not white, you're just already I, in the spot. I understand regardless. that. But I'm saying it's unfair to expect him to act a certain way. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely unfair. Because he's a person. Yeah. He's just, just a person. But the same thing with Michael Jordan. Like, well, yeah, well, he had an affair. It's like, yeah, he's a person. Yeah, but he exactly. also is the greatest basketball player. So, yeah, look at him as a role model. And, that's and like, you can also like the, the good about Tiger Woods and separate the bad from it as oh, well. Yeah. I don't think that you have to just dismiss because of a, a personality flaw. Yeah, I think people something. must be forgiving. But then right. couldn't like, the same argument be stated for like. Jared I don't think people were ever really who? mad. Like the Jared Subway guy or Bill Cosby? Well, they were definitely role models and they were you know Jared what? was never a role model for him. Absolutely, he was. He was a weight loss role model. Of course, he well, was. Well, yeah. Role. First of all, yeah, he was a weight loss role model. <laughs> Second of all, he hit Jared, like Jared's Whether kids or something. Whether you think it's hilarious or not, people were like, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it too. I guarantee you, someone bring me you. someone I out of this podcast. I I doubt you will find a single there, person in America. Subway is like that the biggest food chain in the world. I understand that. Yeah. Which is so yeah. We you think that out of they're the biggest food chain in America, actually, not the world. No, they have them all in the world. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're in. I think McDonald's. McDonald's is in the world. It's because McDonald's. <coughs> I heard, if point, I remember point. correctly, I heard Wendy's was the, the biggest one in the whole world. Wow. Regardless, we're talking about the top five. They're all in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, you, would, you wouldn't think Wendy's doesn't change. My point is, yeah, you you're telling me that not one person was like, you know what, this guy lost a lot of weight. I'm telling you, bring me one person. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, but I'm saying it's out it's there. It's fun to dream. <laughs> yeah. Are there people out there that like to watch like torture porn? Yeah. There's gonna be those people. I can't bring them to you, but it's still there. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe it until I hear one. Oscar Wilde was pretty good. I enjoyed that movie. Oh, that. No, I'm talking about like literal porn where people uh, like stab nails into their dick. That was big Okay. Everyone has a fetish. Like no matter what it is, and some people's fetish is eating Subway. <laughs> some people go to jail for their fetish. But let's talk about Bill yeah. Cosby for a second. We've yeah. talked about him on the podcast before. That's an example of a bad role model. Yes. Yeah. But and someone, he, in, in regardless of whether you know, I say he was a role model because he's Mr. Huxtable. He's the go-to he, good dad. He, 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 he held himself as a role model. Yeah. That's the he embraced the idea. That's the difference. Where Tiger Woods never. I don't know if he embraced it so much as he claimed it. Like, I, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He embraced himself as a I'm the fucking role model. Yeah, and has, has Bill Cosby ever said something good or worthwhile? No, no, we got blue. Uh, he was a champion for community college. The only thing I ever really knew about him was that. But he, he did that himself. Like I said, like, he's the one who goes, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. But he's also the type of person who's like, I'm gonna be a good role model, and not curse in my standup. But also, you shouldn't curse either. But also, I'm also a doctor on this television show. Yeah, really I'm a good dad. So like, he like embodied the entire like what yeah, you. Know, you know what I just realized? Honest. It really puts that Eddie Murphy clip into into context yeah, exactly. now, where he's just like. 
<laughs> have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. But, um, oh, my, my, we got off on a way big tangent. My point was I'd love to see yours, Captain Marvel. Like, yeah. The end. Yeah, <laughs> talk about Battlefront. Yeah, like, we we got to talk about Battlefront. I want to know if it's worth buying. It, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I really want to play it. I haven't I'll, had a chance to play it. I'll be the one to take over the podcast at this moment. <laughs> so take the reins, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, this game is fucking fantastic because... Tell us about the game mode, sir. Okay, so I played one game mode today called Hero Hunter. So essentially what you do is you have a group of either the Rebels or the Empire, and it puts you against one hero, which gets distributed as Darth Vader, uh, Emperor Palpatine, or Boba Fett. So the way it works is one random person is selected as the hero, and everyone else is dispersed as just a basic soldier. It's kind of like the the ride, the Star Wars ride, where there's like a rebel on the ship. (laughs) Smart. And the entirety of the game mode is that you have to kill the hero, and the person that takes down the hero becomes the new hero, and it basically just cycles through, and whoever gets the most kills as the hero wins the game. So I played my first match attempting as hard as I could to just kill that goddamn hero so I could finally become the hero. But to no avail. Every single time I'll try to kill someone, some random fuck would just come up right next to me and be like, "Hey, Phil, let me just get that ran- like that last headshot." Yeah, just steal and it. I'm just sitting there spraying my fucking gun. <laughs> that was my out. first thought. That yeah, like kill stealing, it would just be everyone trying yeah. to get the last. shot. And then shot. one last guy was going, "Let me just throw a frag grenade real quick. Let's <laughs> take the kill." And I'm like, "God, no!" <laughs> so Did you kill your own team? <laughs> no, oh. it's everyone working together to just kill the hero, which is kind of horrible because I'd love to kill my. You own know team. what I did see though? I was watching. I went on Twitch a little bit today to edit <laughs> our. Uh, Best Bros profile, which we have a Best Bros stream called uh, Twitch TV dot or Twitch TV slash Best Bros podcast, and uh, the first thing that popped up was Battlefront, and someone right when I watched it got Han Solo in one of the game modes, and my God, he was just fucking blasting everybody. See, I haven't even come across Han Solo. Yet. Oh, really? I well, like, come across he has the blaster from all the movies, obviously, and he like one shots like it's basically the Golden Gun from Goldeneye. Gotcha. And then when he, one of his abilities was Lucky Shot, and he basically just like does like a weird three sixty move and like uh, or he like sprints forward and then fucking. Just one shot someone on the map randomly. Is it literally a 360 no scope? Kind of. The best part about that game is like they didn't just put the characters in there; they put voice clips from them in from the movie and all that. So he's like, "Never tell me the odds," and like fucking blast somebody. Yeah, he says, "Don't get cocky, kid," when he clicked on him. So it's like, it's it's almost like a double entendre for the game. Yep. So so I finally managed to be a hero in my second match because on the first match I didn't get a single fucking kill because the only way to actually raise your kill level is to obtain the hero and then kill the soldiers, right. which I never got to do. Which was complete orange because I was still having fun when I was like, ah oh, damn it, I can't win. Nate, this you one. chose that game yeah, mode, so oh, <laughs> yeah. you put okay. yourself in the fire. So yeah. the second match I played, I was like, alright, this time around I need to kill that fucking hero. But luckily enough, I basically rolled the dice and got selected as the RNG oh. person who was selected as the hero at the beginning of the game. So I was like, fuck yeah. Started out, Who did you I get? was Emperor Palpatine. Dude, you can play Palpatine? OG fucking simp. That's right. Yes. You just like your And let me fucking tell you, these kids were ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, a 10 minute span of the match, which I think is the max period, you have to get at least 50 kills to end the game. I ended with 46. Because I didn't actually get to end the game. I ran the timer out with 46 kills. Nice. When I got my first portion as Palpatine, I think I got like 15 kills. But, like, are you a tank? Like, do you have standing. a lot of health? You're not a tank. You can just you, you, can, you use that force ability to just deflect shit. Oh, so wow. you essentially just have a shield. As a Palpatine, you have one ability that just shoots electricity as he fucking does, which is one shots one person. You have another ability that like makes you like stand still for a portion, but as you stand still, you're also like revitalizing your health. So I guess essentially you can't heal yourself in another merit. And the last one you like sprint forward, and I don't, I don't fucking, I, I didn't. Even I think know. it's just to move around. Yeah, exactly. So when I'm Palpatine, I'm literally just sitting in a corner in a hallway, waiting for someone to peek their little head and just. 
Wait, Tristan, come back. Oh, so this was an indoor map. Oh, uh, it's indoor and outdoor. Okay, so it was like hot. you can go into closed spaces. I don't think they're forced either. Oh, it's indoor. Yeah, indoor. Was it uh, was it a big map or did you spend half the time no, just trying to find? No, it was it was the... definitely closed quarters. Okay. I would yeah. You know what I love about that game is they're embracing the new series too. So like their first DLC yeah. is the Battle of Jakku, yeah, see, that's and it's a prequel too. battle to the movie where the, the Death Star gets crashed into the the sand or whatever. So you're on that before Ray even Not gets the Death to Star, it. Like the it's a Star Destroyer. My bad. The Imperial, it's an Imperial Star Destroyer. They're uh, they're doing that with a ride too. They're they're putting a because you know the, the Star Wars ride at Disneyland, it takes you to one of like five random trips or whatever. It's it, like the whole thing. It's all random clips every time. But I guess they're gonna change it for a while to where you you only go to the planet Jakku from the new movie, and mm-hmm. it shows you like a bunch of stuff from the new movie. So we gotta go mm-hmm. back, dude. I want to see that shit. Hell yeah! <laughs> one great movie too is I got to play with Bert. <laughs> And as you know with Bert, if you play any game with him, he will immediately just try to like destroy you. Yeah, and he does. And uh, so he was trying to kill me the entirety of the game, and every time I would spot Bert, just literally one spec of electricity. <laughs> but the great thing about Bert is like he'll let you know when he's coming after you smoothly. <laughs> like he'll turn the corner and be like, "Here I come, Dad." I'm like, "All right, let's go." He turns the corner and it's just <laughs> one piece of electricity, and I got one where. This guy threw a, uh, a frag grenade at me, and I did the deflection shield, which I don't know if it actually like makes it like force back, but either way, <laughs> some guy was in front of me, and the fucking grenade exploded, and I just see his body just go, boom, just fucking launch in like a fucking 100 foot arc, and I'm just like, <laughs> my question though is, have you played body. the Rogue Squadron though? Uh, I played the training, and oh, I played uh, there's like different trainings, okay, have, like the basically the game, and I played one of the like the 40 man Hawk versions, and I was just using the uh, Tie Fighter the entire time. It's actually insanely easy to use once you learn that lock on Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the entire I watched someone do that, and it was just so hectic. I was like, this is amazing. Well, like, they put out some kind of Star Wars black figure uh, for the Battlefront game. Ooh. It's like an exclusive. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Can you play as like any Imperial Troopers or whatever, like the red ones? I don't know. I don't, yeah, so as far There's as I know, every Imperial Trooper I know is either like the snow dude with like the like, borderline ball. Is the flamethrower in it, like in the new movies? I don't, I haven't Oh, that would be so rad. Right? There's I was happy to see like that there's more guns than there were in the beta. Yeah, oh, okay. I was going to ask that, too, because the beta bored me after about an hour because yeah, yeah, I got no, there's, the... There's at least I, got all, like, I had all the content used. My point, too, was about the beta. I was like, I was like, I was like, Drew didn't enjoy it, and like, I didn't enjoy it while I was by myself. I enjoyed it for a little while. I, I think I, that the, the problem with that game is you need a party to play with, oh, maybe or so. you need to have a group of friends, because when something cool happens, you want to be able to be like, look, I just did this. Kind of like in Smash. Like It's way funner to do a 1v1 in Smash when there's other people around, because when you do that thing, and everyone goes, oh, like that's what makes the game fun. But in that game, it was like, there was five weapons, maybe even five, I don't even know about that. But I, my point was, I think the EA was just like, let's just see how our servers can handle this. It was more of that than it was a beta. Now, did you play it on the PC, or? I did, yeah. Yeah. I was contemplating getting it on the console, but, I don't know, I just enjoy the fancy graphics. So I might get it on the Xbox. <laughs> well, if you have the Xbox, you can do the EA Access thing, and you only have to pay $5 a well, month. So we should, maybe we can get, uh, chip in. I'll pay for that. Oh, for yeah. I think I can chip $5 right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such trying. a great idea. I wish like more companies would do that and also I feel like that's bring what we're going to go, access. actually. I, I'm fine <laughs> with that. No, it, you know, I, could just, I think they hope that people forget about it. I think the future of gaming is like the Netflix subscription. Yeah. And what they do is like you pay five, like a $5 oh, yeah. start and what you do is you play the games that have been out for a year and if you want to pay $15 a month, you play the new exclusives or whatever and like it goes down if there's not an exclusive for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's a smart way to do it because I think more people have $15 at any given time than 63 times a month. Because 60 is a hard thing to spend oh, yeah. whereas if it's like $5 a month, I'll, I'll do it and probably especially, forget about it for like a year. Especially when it's a game and if you want to stay current with it, it's like they're going to put DLC out. Like <coughs> The way the market's going is like you spend 60 on the game and you spend another 40 on DLC over a year and a half. Yeah. It's like they get $100 out of every person buying it. So 
And like, I, I gotta hand it to games like the CD Projekt Red made The Witcher and all that. They're yeah. like, we're not gonna make you pay for DLC. Like, you just bought this game. And yep. And then you have companies like Grand Theft Auto haven't made anyone pay. Like, there's microtransactions for like weapon skins and stuff, but every DLC. As long as it's only uh, like skins. Yeah, and yeah. And that's, a, that's, that's a personal stuff, choice. It's, fine, yeah. it's like your own prerogative if you want to do yeah. that. But they Grand Theft Auto Five has been for it's almost been out for three years coming up. Maybe it has been three years. Yeah, two years. years. Three years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. It was my because I've been working at my job for three years. And uh, it came out the day I started my job. Oh, okay. And uh, they've put out tons of DLC, new weapons, new cars, and all that, and it's all been free. So, like, I respect that. Yeah. And those are the companies that, like... Called ethics. Yeah. That's good. Well, it's also, it's like, when you when you have a company like uh, The Witcher, it's like, people didn't expect The Witcher 3 to be that good. And it's really good. I, I would say, buy that game if you want to buy a game that's really dense and a good fantasy one. plus reviews. Yeah. And then, Grand Theft Auto, it's like, we know what to expect from Rockstar, so they're not going to disappoint. So I don't mind spending $80 on a game. I like the DLC for them, so. And like Halo, it's like, I know what to expect. I know what I'm getting into. It's going to be a shooter. It's going to be fun. You know what I mean? So it's all about, like, what you're willing to pay now, I think. And then every now and again, you have those companies that surprise you. Like they're like the uh, Shovel Knight. I did not expect to like that game. I was like, this game's great. No, I didn't either. Just looking like, at the pictures of because it. Because it's like, we already have our Mega Man. We already have our Super yeah. Mario. We already have our Yoshis and Kirby. It's like, we don't need any more of that. It's like, no, we do oh, need more of that. Oh, but we do, that. yeah. And that game, we do. That, that game not only kills it from, like, a story, like, fun, like, level perspective, <coughs> But, like, the mechanics are, like, on point, like, a Mega Man, like, you've never seen. Yeah. And, like, it, it just, it rewards a skilled player, as Dougie would say. <laughs> like, sure he, he, he was playing, like, a Super Mario map, and, like, he keeps dying, and he finally gets, he's like, you know what? This, this lets the player be good. This Absolutely. rewards a skilled player. And, like, he said it in a joking way, but he was so smart about it. But, uh, and, like, that game, along with Mega Man X, teaches you to play by failing. Whereas most games, like, hit B to, to reload or beat down. Well, speaking of ethics, the, the Shovel Knight also just re-released the game, like, I forget what they called it, but they just updated everything. Like a director's cut? No, it wasn't even that. They did, it was like a, a download for it where they just redid all the levels and just made them better. I like that. Yeah. That's good. For free. That's a company that gets my money next yeah, time. Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. That's, uh, and that's something I feel like we, we don't have in movies anymore. Where it's like, video game companies, like, you, you can learn to trust them. It's like, I know what Fallout's going to put out. I know what to expect and all that. And then I don't think we have that with movies anymore. Movies seem lazy to me these days. Yeah. But I, I don't. But you know what we need to do? And uh, it's not until Thursday. But we need to see Legend. That's what we're going to do on the next podcast. <coughs> what is that, Legend? Legend is the... Uh, Great Wings. It's the it's Tom Hardy movie. movie. It's not one I'd want to see. Uh, it's, a, it's a mafia movie, but it's about oh. two British twins or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kinda, nothing about that is for Andrew. British no. twins, mafia. British twins? Are you a fan of Tom Hardy? Uh, he played Mad Max. Line? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. That answered my question, everybody. <laughs> it sure did. What time are we at, by the way? We're uh, an hour and ten. All right, okay. There's something Whatever. else coming out this this weekend too that I want to see. Well, I don't care what it is. Uh, does anyone know? <laughs> a movie? Again. Yeah, a movie coming um, out this weekend. I wouldn't know. Uh, oh, uh, the night before. I want to see that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll just go see both same day. What's the night before? The night before is the the new Seth Rogen comedy. comedy. Oh yeah, this is the angel who came. You're right. Now, gotta pay your Seth Rogen this, tax, dude. <laughs> I think I've kind of paid all of my taxes paid for him. I paid Rogen? my dues for you Seth Rogen. You know what? Like this is the end. Might be one of my favorite comedies of all time. Okay. I think it was good. I would say Step Brothers is better than that. Yeah, me. but I can only see him oh, doing drugs man. so many times before I think I get the gist of oh, it. Oh, I never get over it. <laughs> Not even once. All right. Yeah, but when you when you include like Jewish jokes in it, it's like I'm, I'm <laughs> that. I also just like a good, a well done Christmas comedy. Like the oh, Harold yeah. Kumar, I think was a good Christmas. Well, movie, they did an interview with him. He's like, well, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? He's like, well, Die Hard, Home Alone, and Scrooge. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go see this movie because if it's like anything like those, then they're they're all great. 
Like, I pay my Die Hard tax every year. I'm like, it's a Christmas movie. Then I'm like, you know what? I like number one, but number three is the best. Okay, I pay my tax by watching it on FX. Yeah. <laughs> your taxes, you watch Sometimes you have to pay it in time. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know what? I, like, I haven't watched TV in like four years. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so been weird. a while. It's so weird when I go in the living room and sit down and I'm talking to my mom, my dad's watching TV and a commercial comes on. I'm like, oh, you guys still have to deal with this? Yeah. yeah that's not that the I'm worst. Any I just totally forgot that's a thing. And you know what's weird? Like, I miss movies sometimes because, like, I follow a bunch of movie blogs and stuff like that. So I know the ones that I want to see. But I, did, I never heard of uh, Inside Out or Frozen for the longest time because really? I wasn't watching TV. Mm-hmm. I remember being. So I didn't know about Frozen until it was on DVD. When we went to go see Insidious, the third one, I remember being like, have they been running any ads for this? Because I feel like no, no I don't one's think talking they did. about it. And then my mom was like, oh no, they've been they've been on the Lifetime Network constantly. The Lifetime Network? Like, well, that's an interesting question. Ironically, my dad watches it more than my mom. That's really bad. My dad watches the gay channel. Which is yeah, because they play Roseanne like 24-7, seven times <laughs> watching. He, like, he's like, he has to sit through the gay channel to get to Roseanne. But I'll say this. <laughs> that's Roseanne. dedication for Ireland. Roseanne, I guess Roseanne is one of the best TV shows ever. Yeah. Sorry. That's I a comfy agree. show. That, like, I get like It's weird. like, if you ever want to tell Joel, you know what, you know what life used to look like when we were your age? Watch Roseanne. Like, it looks like the, the house 90s. decorations, yeah. the yeah. way the parents talk to each other, the way the kids act. Yep. The way the kids act is so me and Rob, like uh, Darlene and uh, Darlene. Betty. Well, they treat their kids like shit, too. So <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like one of the last shows before the whole thing but you where know, it was like, like everything a kid does. Self-esteem, is yeah. Yeah, it's it was a pretty self-esteem. Yep. You know what I miss, though, is like back when they re- they started re- re-airing the Fresh Prince on Nick and I, like that was the golden days of like high school, like TV yeah. going to bed. Uh, I love the Fresh Prince. I think so that's why I like Always Sunny, because it feels like if the kids from Roseanne grew up, that's what they would be like. They'd be that damaged, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> like, what a, what a great show, though. Like, I, I love It's Always Sunny. Yeah. We talked New about season's it. coming. That's we talked great. about it at length on one podcast that I don't think ever aired, but... That show is just great from start. We to got like ten that didn't air at this point. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot more than I would have ever imagined. Can we release them as DLC later? No, because they're all awful. Like, <laughs> yes, oh, the quality is that bad. The, game. the sound quality is that bad. Well, because here's what happened, and no, no fault to, uh, to Jimmy because he didn't know how to Jimmy do fault. any of it. Yeah, it is kind of his fault. When okay. you save the file, you have to save it in. Uh, it's called like. You wave. have to export it. You can't yeah. save it. Yeah. Well, you have to save it and export it as a wave, which is 500 megabytes on standard because we're doing an hour plus. So it's, it makes sense that that's large. Well, what he did is he exported it. Just save it as a JPEG. Yeah. No, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he saved it as a single image for the download. Like, have you ever used a computer before, sir? <laughs> but he saved it as an MP3, and MP3s are usually 32 megabytes. Right. And uh, so when you have an hour and 20, and it gets compressed to 32 megabytes, it sounds awful because it's, it sounds like literally someone's talking underwater, and then like weird bang noises and all that, which is like, <laughs> like that it chooses to add that in for you. <laughs> no, no. It's what happens is uh, we. It basically takes away the pop filter setting, which is like whenever you say P's or like B's or anything with like a pop to it, like, it sounds like an explosion's going off in the mic because it's ultra sensitive and he compressed it so much that like the only thing it's picking up is the loud noises. So like there was a podcast that I think we ended up uh, talking, I might just take it down because it's so bad, but uh, we where we talked about you guys going to Vegas and then like the, um, he like doesn't like cheers and it's always sunny and all that. And oh, he would clap, yeah. like Jimmy would start doing like a clap noise. And every time I did it, it sounded like an explosion was going on. <laughs> and I had to lower the volume manually like while I was editing it to get it to sound not as bad, and it's still awful. Or just don't clap. Okay, Jimmy was in the corner. Yeah. And, like, yeah. my biggest fear, though, is someone's like, I'll give these best bros a try. And that's the episode <laughs> I click on. It's like Jimmy and Drew joining the crew is what it's called. And it's like, oh. And it's also part one, and the part two never got <laughs> That's kind of an inside joke. Yeah. And then I didn't know that. We so if you're listening to this episode, you know some, some best bros trivia. Ooh. We lost, like, three episodes. One... Uh, was with 
Well, we couldn't air that anyway. It was just too vulgar. We roasted too many people from Calvary that actually do listen to it. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you get too roasty. Well. Uh, yeah, when you go hard, you gotta you gotta realize there's repercussions. 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 I like the way you said it. Uh, <laughs> And then there's one where like it literally just saved the files like three thousand little five second clips. Oh yeah, oh, I remember telling us about that. was the that. first one. And Rob's like, I'll put this together. And I was, yes, like, I was I don't legitimately think curious I would put to know that who's gonna like puzzle piece yeah, like, back together. <laughs> Hundred man hours later, you'll have it. If there's not a program coded to do it for me, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, should we all? Guess it's all um, we got. Give I'll some just, kind of sign off or something. I'll just plug some shit. We I'll have just a, say if there's something you want to talk we, about. We uh, very recently started Instagram. It's just at Best Bros Podcast. We have a Twitter at Best Bros Podcast. We have a Twitch stream, uh, Twitch TV slash Best Bros Podcast. We have a YouTube, YouTube.com slash Best Bros Podcast. All very easy to find. I am very surprised that we were able to, to find anything Best Bros without having to like email them. And people actually make it a point, like they make a living off of like, oh, like uh, I was listening to the Kind of Funny, it's a, another like one of my favorite podcasts. They had to pay someone like three thousand dollars on Twitter to get that Twitter handle. It's illegal to do that now. Oh, it oh, is. Really? Like squatting? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, domain squatting is illegal now. But you can still kind of get around it if you take that domain and you occasionally post things. If you could make the case to the judge that this is something I wanted and I'm not just squatting this domain, <laughs> they'll let you do it. Well, like, it I is illegal like to do that. Companies like Twitter Google. should just be like, well, if it's been inactive for this long, then name it. That's essentially what it is. Because that's kind of oh, like okay. well, we have games like League of Legends and like I know World of Warcraft does it and uh, a lot of uh, Dota and all that. If your if your account's inactive for more than a year, it automatically just not delete your profile, but you, when the next time you log in, you have to make a new name. Correct. Which is smart because I, <laughs> my name's Bonks on one of those uh, League of Legends, and some guy named Binks added me. He's like, "Hey, my friend uh, wants the name Bonks, so we can be Bink Bonks and all that." And I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> like, come back to me with a better reason. And I was like, talk. "I was like, you come back with some financial talk, maybe, yeah. maybe we'll get there." <laughs> but uh, yeah. So are people at risk of ODing on Best Bros then with all those? Oh, not. With all those episodes? No, no. With, all, all, with all those social media. No, no, it's just one of those things where I'm trying to attack it at all angles. Because, like, I honestly, right now, and it's it's very arguable, and, like, it's just a fact, Twitch is, like, the best place to go to. Like, Amazon just bought it out, so it's, like, a quality oh, company. Really? Yeah, like, Amazon they is a company that's... Too, yeah. a Shout out to Amazon, my employer. Yeah. Amazon is a company that's not going away. Like, like Apple will do fine as long as they're putting out quality products, and it's, like... The iPhone 6s was not really a jump from the six. That's like well, it, the, whatever. Yeah, but nobody really expected. They're not going to go away, but they might go away in a couple years if they just stop making quality products. But like Amazon's, like I'm never not going to need to buy something. Yeah, it's like the Walmart of the internet. Oh yeah, and like not only that, they undercut everybody. Like they're, I, I can't tell you. Like I remember, I'm like, I'm going to get a graphics card. I'm going to go. I don't to know if I could get in trouble for saying this, but I, we did just. Uh, they just told us at work that like we added a new section to Amazon that's essentially Etsy. It's like homemade oh, really? by Amazon. Oh wow! It's, yeah, it's literally if, if you if you so if you know how to make and craft things, you can now sell have your own store on Amazon instead of joining Etsy. That's <laughs> smart. Housewives everywhere rejoice. Yeah, <laughs> that's really smart. I don't know if we do. I don't know if we publicly have it. Well, you know, by the time anywhere. this comes out, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll yeah. Either way, whoever's listening yeah. to this, but um, <laughs> so but yeah, like, they just like they may have failed with their their smartphone and like they they. <laughs> they were gonna make a video game system. They they canceled it. Amazon was. Yeah, they were they were considering it, like partnering with someone. I think it was Sony or my, I, I couldn't weigh off. I know they were they were talking about doing. Why they kill it? I would like to at least see it. Yeah, because if there's a company that has the money to do it, they would do it. Honestly, I would not be surprised. Is is uh, video games are arguably like the most money making product out there right now. Obviously, there's a, a big turnaround between seven years of development and then making a billion dollars. Like everyone wants to be the next Rockstar. Rockstar is not going anywhere. They. They actually just funded like five games in one day, essentially, when they put that game out. So I would not be surprised if Amazon was like, well, why don't we just 
instead of making a console, why don't we just become a publisher? Like yeah, that'd work too. Or and yeah. not even maybe not even on a big scale, maybe on indie games. Like uh, the smartest thing uh, Microsoft ever did was starting the arcade because they basically just took what Steam did but put it on a, a playable platform for the Xbox. And I can't tell you how many games, like yeah. how many kids were like, well, I'll, I'll buy uh, Planet yep. vs. Zombies. Sure. I'll buy Super Meat Boy. I'll buy all these like really like low end like ten bit games and all that that are <laughs> selling. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, quality they're games. games. They only took like two million to make, and then they ended up making them fifty million for the arcade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so would you be can make the, good games that make money. That oh, are yeah. AAA titles. That's With the problem, like right now we're in a resurgence. It's like quality doesn't beat, or it's quantity doesn't beat quality. So it's like we have fifty games that look amazing, but do they play amazing? Like I my my old four under that. You know, I think you just didn't, enough you didn't spend opinion. enough time with it, my man. It's, I don't <laughs> think it's Fallout 4 didn't look amazing to me. That's the problem because they amazing. they had been working on it since Skyrim came out, so oh. like they they've been using the same engine, so they just polished it up. But How and why did it take them so long? Uh, because they don't have a huge team. Bethesda's oh. not as big as everybody thinks they are. Like they're not Activision or Blizzard. Like Activision, I didn't think was that big, but ended up buying Blizzard. Like I don't know where they got the money for that, but Marvel uh, probably do. Really, you think so? Like, but Blizzard Activision arguably had more money than... But they have, like, a lot of games, but I just didn't they think, did. like... My, uh, to me, Blizzard was always the biggest company. That's it. Blizzard yeah. took a huge hit when they released um, Cataclysm. Yeah. Because that was when... What, the, is that an uh, expansion? That was the fourth expansion that they released. That was the one that... You know what the pain is? No, that no, was, that was right the one that reworked the That's Mr. Pain, right? right? Oh, I didn't I think Cataclysm, though. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Um... No, I just, like I said, that's one of those companies I thought they were just untouchable because they had, like, a huge fan base, but I guess even they can take some hits. Yeah, the thing about Blizzard was because, like, they had such a ridiculously large fan base that it was almost, like, statistically impossible for them <laughs> to, like, really fall back. You know what, like, really, like, made me sad is, like, they're like, you know, we're not going to make another Knights of the Old Republic. We're going to make the Old Republic, and then just... Is that what it's called, Old Republic? Well, apparently, yeah, the new expansion of the Old Republic supposedly is actually fucking But is it too little too late? Uh, apparently no, because they are actually getting a lot of subscriptions oh. back. Yeah, but uh, are they going to keep them? Yeah, Warcraft the does that every time there is yeah, an expansion. Yeah, exactly. Like they they shoot up and then they they're going to be able to rekindle it for at least a month. Yeah, but they get your money, and that's what really counts. Oh, then they get fifty dollars. That's fine. But yeah, but you get fifty million dollars spread across thirteen million players concurrently. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Plus the older public. That's enough money to fund another expansion. <laughs> the older public always emphasized on more of the single player experience with right. a bit of MMO in the mix. I know it's not popular for you guys because you don't play MOBAs or whatever, but like games like Dota and League of Legends are where the money's at right now. Absolutely. Are they still popular? Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. League of Legends is like, they're hitting a J-curve, but I, I'm one, like, no one thought the game would be there for five years. I didn't think it'd be there for five years. I don't see it going anywhere, but I do think there's going to be a point where people are kind of leaving it. And right now, a lot of, like, you, I was like, oh, a lot of pros are leaving it, maybe a lot of fans. Well, no, like, they're just getting new pros and, like, new fans mm. and all, like, all the time. And, like, that game makes $300 million a month as a free-to-play game, and it's just from people buying skins and new champions because they don't want, like, you You don't have to, it's not even a pay-to-win game. You can just buy the champion with in-game money that you get for playing a match, or you can pay $5 and get uh, RP and then buy the character, and people do that. But just doesn't $300 million a month pale in comparison to, like, OG World of Warcraft? Yeah, but it's a free-to-play game, and, like, it's not like World of Warcraft where it's an open world and you have to keep creating new maps and all that. This game has yeah, two the, maps. The, the, amount, a new character. the amount of money that they have to put into maintain it as opposed to so World the return is It's actually more profitable than Warcraft right. in the beginning, but obviously Warcraft has been going for so long, so, like, it's, right. a, it's, it's comparable. But the point is, like, it's one map with over, I think, 130 characters now, maybe. maybe and they just keep adding more characters. They just keep adding more characters, and then they, they keep patching the game. The and the, 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 the thing that game profits off is I've never played a game. Like, I've we I've probably sunk up over maybe 500 hours in that game. That's mm. a lot, yeah, yeah. Maybe more, honestly. Because each game, you know what, a lot more. Uh, <laughs> because each game is 20 to an hour, 
and I have over like fourteen hundred games, yeah. fourteen hundred wins. So that means there's a lot of losses. So like that's, I have like three thousand hours in that game, which literally, is not something I'm proud of. Literally <laughs> three years worth. Of yeah, and um, I mean I, I I leave it every now and again, come back to it, but like that game you can't with those that many characters. You might have the same teammates on the same team, but no game has ever been the same in, in three thousand matches. Like it's all different. I think that's what keeps it fresh, and they keep Just adding. Same techniques and they stuff. They change like items. That. They change yeah. champions and, and all that. Just the epitome of GTA. Like I said, they the only thing that they're actually paying for is the the streaming. Like to pay the people that are doing the shout casting, they pay the pros and they're paying to keep the servers up, and obviously developing new characters. But like nowhere near how much Blizzard pays to make a new island or.